actually wrote a letter that you gave to me. And the letter basically summarized your life up until this point. And I got to admit, you were extremely vulnerable on that. And what I think about when I, when I read that letter is I am you and you are me. When I read it, I start, when I read it, I started to get emotional for some reason. I started to feel like an overwhelming emotion because it speaks to, I see you, I can touch you, I understand you, I know who you are, right? Mm -hmm. But I have no idea what you've been through. And I think most of us can resonate with that. Like we suffer in silence. So again, on behalf of the audience and myself, I want to thank you for coming on to the show to share your story. Of course. And I want to get right into it. Um, the first thing that you mentioned on the story was your relationship with your mother, right? Mm -hmm. um, can you break that down for me? Um. Well, like she had me when she was like 20, 21. So that was during the time when it was normal for your grandparents or somebody to raise you while your parent was working all the time. Um, I didn't think anything of it as a kid. I'm just like, I'm always going to my grandma's house. And I mean, most of my childhood was her slaving away to take care of me. And um, of course, all of my other sisters came, which I'm the oldest of five. Mm. So that's a big age gap. Like it's me, I'm 26. My next sister's 20, 19, 17, 16. So most of, like, my young years was helping her um, in a role that I didn't really ask for. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it was what it was at the time. Um, I think that that kind of hindered us having, like, a tight-knit daughter and mother bond. Right. Because um, I was so busy, like, just doing other things to help her. Right. Um, we didn't really, like, gravitate towards each other. We didn't really just talk, like, on a like a close-knit level, nothing like that. I mean, I have, like, small memories that I can remember with her, not too many. Um, okay, so let me ask you now, you being a mother, do you resent her for working so much and doing the things that she does? Um, before I became a mother, yeah. Yeah. But now, no. Like, I, I understand now. Um, I envy her because she did have help, whereas it's kind of hard for me to get that. Yeah. So that is when, at one point, I really did resent her. Like, I had so much animosity towards her. Like, we could have been closer, but now I understand. Yeah. So let me ask you, you mentioned your grandmother, and I assume it was your mother's mother, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Her, I assume the relationship was close with her, no? Mm -hmm. Like, that was basically my mama, like... I always was with her. She was teaching me the ropes of cooking, just, like, um, building me spiritually, all kinds of things like that. I went everywhere with her. I was always with her. Right. And um, she passed away a couple years ago, and, like, on her passing bed, um, all of my aunts and uncles were out in Whiteville, which is where we're from, and... I just so happened to get the call to come down there. I almost missed it. Mm -hmm. But I got there right on time, and I, like, hugged her. I kissed her. I told her it was good for her to go. Like, you know, we're going to all be okay. And she passed away. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, so mom working all the time. Grandmother was there kind of showing you the ropes, being the, the, the mom. Mm -hmm. What about your relationship with your father? Um, we don't have one. Um, I tried to push one um, when I was younger because – 
he wasn't around and I didn't know why. Mm -hmm. I just know that I had a stepdaddy that popped up and he's just there. So I kind of had like like a hatred towards him because I'm like, there's a new man. Where's my father? Right. And my mama never would explain it to me. Later on, as I became an adult, I found out why, which made a lot of sense. Um, he couldn't be around me. Um, he had like legal issues going on. Um, ultimately, like so much time had passed where I didn't really care to have a relationship with him when he could actually communicate with me and stuff. And um, the last thing that we talked about, he was just like, he didn't want a daughter. Yeah. So, I mean, wow. at that point, I was just like, okay. Was that like from a, were y'all, was it like an argument? No, um, we had actually met up to go eat and everything. We were just sitting in the car, like he was getting ready to go back to his apartment. And he was like, honestly, I don't want a relationship. I never have. I mean, I was just like, okay. Like, I'm not going to force anything anymore. Was there any reason? Why was the backstory to that, though? He, he just randomly. He never told me, like, why. Yeah. And are you his only daughter? Mm -hmm. As far as I know. Yeah. yeah. Only, what, does he have sons as well? Mm -mm. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. So he basically, after dinner and, you know, hanging out, he just I mean, said. I, I guess he just had to be honest after all yeah. the years. But, I mean, like I said, I had my stepdaddy my whole life. So I was just like. And the relationship I, was good with your stepfather? I mean, at the at the beginning, of course, I was like, "You're not my daddy." Resentful, yeah. But now we're close. Yeah. So I wonder, like, okay, with with your dad, right? He decided just going out to lunch after you know all these years of y'all not talking to each other. That hey, I, he just wanted. I didn't never. I never wanted a daughter. Do you have you ever thought? Is it something there, like guilt, resentment, or anything like that? Like, um, not. I never tried to dwell on it. Like, I just think that some people just don't want kids. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you end up having them even though you don't want them, and then it is what it is. When you finally found out you're with your mother, when you finally found out that the reason why your dad couldn't come around because of his legal issues, when you finally found that out, or, or were you upset with your mother that it took her so long to tell you? Like, um, why didn't you just tell me this from the no, beginning? No, I actually felt bad because I used to, like, Harp at her about it all the time. Like, you're just keeping me from him. You're not telling me anything. Like, you just mean, you hateful, you bitter. And so when she told me, then it definitely made sense because I was a parent at that time, too. Yeah. Like, I didn't find out the reasoning until I was 21, Yeah, I think. And well, you had no contact with him during that time? Um, I used to have off and on. Limited contact, con yeah. yeah. But there was, like, a big gap. And then I came home from Hawaii with my son for him to meet everybody for the first time. He met him, and then the next day I found out. Mm -hmm. And how did that make you feel? Uh, like, I wanted to do something to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. So, okay, how was the, the interaction? All right, you said your mother was pretty much... You know, not there as your grandmother. Most grandmothers are old-fashioned and they strict. Was she, like, a strict person as far as yeah, letting you I mean, out? she was. Like, she wanted me home before, you know, the sun went down and things like Street that. Street lights. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's my grandma. Mm -hmm. At the same time, like, she let me get away with a lot of things. My mama didn't. Mm -hmm. So your mama kind of came in playing the father role, just dropping that hammer a lot of times. I say Basically, father role in air Yeah, quotes, I get what you mean. I get quotes, what you mean. Of course. Yeah. Because I don't think dads really should act like that, but... Mm -hmm. She came in kind of dropping the hammer a lot of the times. Huh? Yeah, there'd be, like, times where I didn't want to go home to my mama. I wanted to stay with my grandma. And, like, we would pretend like I was asleep. Yeah. Just so I could stay there. Mm -hmm. So, okay, did I assume 
because you were sheltered like that. So I assume it was you were sheltered, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, there's a big difference in how my mama brought me up than my sisters. Right. So she let them have freedom. So. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Yeah. So she kind of like kind of put the cuffs on you. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I actually brought that up to her as I became an adult. Mm. I was just like, you didn't do what you did with me with them. Mm. She was like, you're my first. So, I mean. Yeah. You just trial and error. That's how I the guess, first is. I guess that was some unspoken thing. You got to guess with the first. Yeah. I done fucked mine up already. <laughs> I'm still, like, learning with mine. Nah, I'm trying. I'm trying, but, you know, that's how that shit go. But, okay, so by you being sheltered, having to be at home early and shit, how would, you know, how did that affect you? Were you able to have, like, boyfriends and stuff like that? Um, No, like, if my mama found out I was texting, talking to anybody, mm-hmm. Like, she'd take my phone that I finally did get when I was, like, 16. Yeah. Um, she, I I couldn't go anywhere anyway, so she really didn't have that much to worry about. But I finally did have my first boyfriend when I was about to Fucking turn 18. just went wild. I know it. Um, Come on I now. had planned to save my virginity to marriage. I was actually really close. Mm. But um, me and him really hit it off. And, you know, young and. Yeah. I mean, you just young, so things had happened. Uh huh. She never had to talk with me. It just happened. You just let them slice you up. Basically. (laughs) So that had to be weird for you not really having, like, access to to men and being able to, like, talk to boys. So your first boyfriend, how were you when you had your first boyfriend? I was 17. 17. Old as shit. (laughs) So you had your first boyfriend, right? And it had to be weird because, like, you know, your interaction with boys was limited up until that point. Yeah. um, I mean, I've always been kind of weird sociably anyway, but he Mm. was weird, too. Yeah. So we kind of clicked. Both of y'all was dweebs. I can't relate. Who was lame? I've been cool as shit forever. Not really. I didn't know your name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you got your first boyfriend, and up until that point, what? how did it end? Uh, he cheated on me with this girl from, like, Jackson or Toon or somewhere. I got you. I got you. Okay. I got one for you. And in the letter that you wrote, you said shortly after you having your first boyfriend, and, um, you know, this is a touchy subject. Mm-hmm. Shortly after you having your first boyfriend, you ended up getting raped. Mm-hmm. Was it by your first boyfriend? No. It was by somebody else that I was close to. Um, It was definitely, like, obviously an unexpected occurrence. But, you know, that was in the past. And I ended up having an ectopic miscarriage from that my first week of college that same year. So from the rape, you ended up getting pregnant? Mm -hmm. I didn't know it. Like, that happened in, like, June of 2014. Yeah. And then I went to college. I went to UT Martin. In August, mm-hmm. that first week, I think, like the fourth or fifth day is when I went into a miscarriage. Right. And the um, doctor at this little clinic in Martin confirmed it. So did you even know that you were pregnant at the time? Mm-hmm. Okay. I had, like, when it was occurring, I thought it was just a normal period. Got you. Like, it was really bad, though. I was like, you know, okay, maybe that's normal for right. now. But so if you don't mind, can we back up? Right, what were the events that... That led up into the actual rape happening? Um, well, it was supposed to be me getting my car washed. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to volunteer at the EMS department in Bolivar. And that morning, like, actually, my mama used to think that I was out there volunteering, which I was. But um, I had planned to go to the library in Weibel. And he had hit me up, like, really cool. 
So he had said he was going to wash my car while I was out there. And I was like, that's fine. I didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. And, and just for context, Wyville, Bolivar is like a, a city and Wyville is a city next to Bolivar. Mm-hmm. It's like 15 minutes away. Right. So it was nothing to do. I would drive and get back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to the car wash and he was like, no, nah, no, nah, come over here. So I went to this other place and he was like, well, I forgot something. So he went into the um, home to go get whatever he had forgotten mm-hmm. he was like come on in and i was like okay like this is somebody i've known for the longest so yeah. for years yeah mm-hmm. so i mean i went on up there and you know like he just came out and manhandled me on in there and i just so happened to like after all was said and done get loose i ran out i jumped down the steps and i got into my car and just locked the door yeah like that was my first thought is like get somewhere and lock up and he came out, like, knocking on the window, like, apologizing and stuff like that. But, I mean, I just got on out of there. Yeah. And I ended up still going to work that same day mm-hmm. at Maxwell's. Did you tell anybody? Um, I didn't. No, no, no. Yes, I did. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Not until Martin, when that had happened. Mm-hmm. And um, I told my then fiancé. And I told uh, my girl who went to Martin with me. Yeah. Okay. So... Did he ever, all right, so I assume it was, did you, have you talk, spoke with him? Did you speak with him after that? Um, so no, he, like, in that moment, he blew my phone up, like, apologizing and right. stuff, but never since then. Okay, so I assume prior to that, uh, because you said you had known him for years, it was some sort of, like, history between y'all? Nah, we were just really good friends. Just really good friends. And you even um, spoke with me about how he was somewhat abusive leading up so to So, like... Um, I think something detrimental happened in his, like, life around the time, and he started just acting really weird, like, completely different than himself. And one time he, like, popped up at my job and, like, manhandled me again to where um, I ended up having, like, an issue with my eyes from then. Yeah. And so, like, ever since then, which was years ago, I have the worst vision problems. And, like, my optometrist is like, I don't know how much longer you're going to have your vision, yada, yada, which... So I you could count. possibly be blind in the future. I mean, that's what she says, but yeah. who knows? Right. Let me ask you this question. What did he do exactly that led up to the loss of the vision? Like, was he hitting you in the face and the uh, eyes? He kind of, like, hit my head into the steering wheel of my car, of Got my you. mama's car that I was in. Got you. Mm. So, okay. You, you had that situation, and you ended up at UT Martin, which is a college in Tennessee, you went to the college and you found out you had a miscarriage and it was mm-hmm. actually by him. Did had do he, does he know that? Did he ever know? No, I never talked to him. Never talked to him. Okay, and you met. You say you spoke with your, you had a fiance there. Was mm-hmm. was that something that did you already have him as a boyfriend or something? Yeah, was, we were okay. already dating and stuff. Like he knew about my friends and all that. So mm-hmm. I didn't think anything of all of that. Mm-hmm. But um, that was my first husband. Um, my oldest son's daddy. You met him prior to we were in high school together. Got you, and then yeah, he ended up proposing to you. Mm-hmm. High I was summer. Okay, okay. You've been married twice. Mm-hmm. Hey now, come on now. You better write a book. <laughs> Give him some advice. I'm collecting them. All right, <laughs> shit. Okay, so you he proposed to you uh, before college, mm-hmm. and then y'all ended up going to college together. No, he went to the Marines. Oh, he went to the Marines. Got you. And while you were in college. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, from there, how does that how does that play out? Like, how do 
you you find out about the miscarriage. You get with your husband. Like, what's the story? In well, we were already together uh-huh. when everything occurred. So, okay. like, as soon as he, as soon as I told him, like, I was, I didn't realize it was a miscarriage mm. up until like the next couple of days when I went to the doctor. Right. But as everything was happening, I was just telling him something wasn't right, mm. and he like flew emergency from Bolivar to Martin mm. and stayed with me, took care of me, mm. and um, he felt like it was his fault because. After everything had happened, I was actually calling him and calling him and calling him. Yeah. But he was asleep. So he kind of blamed himself for it. Like, if I had just answered the phone, maybe it wouldn't have happened. But it wasn't his fault. Right. So y'all engage. You go into Martin. He's in the Marines. I assume he gets deployed, maybe? He was going through boot camp. Boot camp at the time. Yeah. And after boot camp, y'all get together. Y'all reunite. Yeah, so after boot camp, that's when I, well, I basically left Martin around the same time. Went out to um, North Carolina, or South Carolina at the time. That's where he was stationed? That, it wasn't stationed, that's mm-hmm. just where he had boot camp. Right, oh, So gotcha. that was on Paris Island. Mm-hmm. Um, he graduated. From there, he went to North Carolina for ITB, which is infantry training. Mm-hmm. And um, he got his station, which was in Hawaii. Right. Like, that was in February of 2015. And I flew out to Hawaii in April of 2015. Mm-hmm. And you flew out to Hawaii. That must have been a dream, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hawaii is basically a volcano. You're just living on a volcano. It ain't that great. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't care. It's not that great of a place. You live out there for some years and come back to me. Was it paradise, though? To me. Why did you leave? Um, To co-parent. Like, mm-hmm. things were really good. Like, that was one of my most healthiest relationships, but... The military can really face somebody mentally. Mm-hmm. Like, I had my son alone, so postpartum depression was really bad. We just both changed. Right. And we were both growing up, too, because we got married young, like 18, 19. Yeah. And so um, we just grew apart, and he went back to Tune. I came back to Bolivar. We already had my son, so we co-parented. Gotcha. So was he, during the t- his time in the military, was he deployed a lot? Yeah. I spent was- six years in the military myself. Yeah, um, he was deployed no, it's three not about times. Me, but mm. I just had to say something about myself. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think he was like he was gone. He was probably home maybe three or four months out of every year. Mm. So you didn't get to see him that much. You were pretty much alone. Did you build a tribe there? Did you have people there that like you know friends and so um, on? I so had on? two friends, um, a girl named Capricia and a girl named Janelle. Mm. They were basically it. Were they military wives as well? Yeah. Gotcha. Because you can kind of build a tribe on, you know, on base. Mm-hmm. You know? And to this day, um, actually, we all founded this um, military significant other group. Mm-hmm. And it's huge now. And it was me and a few other girls who started it years ago. Okay. But um, one of the girls actually passed away. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So you, uh, you decided you were there in Hawaii. You spent how many years there? Uh, about three years three, going on for three years in Hawaii, three and some change. You spent that in Hawaii, hanging out. Then you got to move back to Tennessee. <laughs> and then I moved back during the winter time, yeah. so that was horrible. Was it like lackluster coming back? Like, oh shit! I was so depressed. Yeah, yeah. But you needed to come back, right? To co-parent, yeah. yeah. So y'all decided to call it quits after after so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it a reason? Like, is it a reason why? Um, like, like, I mean, I basically just 
always felt like I was by myself. Uh-huh. I was parenting alone. I was romanticizing myself alone and stuff. So I ended up. You was playing with attention. yourself? I don't know what that means. I had to love myself. Like, 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 he wasn't giving me attention. He wasn't giving me communication time of day. Like, playing with yourself? Nah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Not that I can remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I ended up finding attention elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And so oh, I wait, wait. What does that mean? You found attention elsewhere? I found attention elsewhere. Like, you meaning? I found another man. Okay. Just who split gave me your attention. shit up. And, um... We did try to get counseling to make everything work, but so you ended up telling him about it. How did he find out? You told him? Um, no, the guy told him. What? <laughs> was another military guy. He just fucking admitted it. Like, ah, uh-huh. and damn, power to pee. Like, fuck it, I need help myself. Let me go and break this shit up. Is that kind of how it was though? Basically. Damn, really? So he just swooped in trying to break some shit up. I don't know what his intention was. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean. You dating a Marine. He's a white dude, but he's still a Marine, though. Like, how did he react to that? Um, He's always been a big baby. Oh, okay. So, so he's he not really, really aggressive like that. No. He was hurt. Yeah, he just his feelings was hurt. Fuck. What's wrong with you? I'm human. I understand. Nah, that's fair. Being human is fair. Speaking of being human, my <laughs> book, To Be Human, I, I discuss a lot of stuff. <laughs> About being human, and you know that's one of the things that you you know. Hey, I get it. I get it. Sometimes shit happen. You know, motherfuckers cheat. Mm-hmm. That's fair. We actually are really good now. Me, mm. him, and his new wife. They got a lot of kids together and stuff now. Mm. So I'm really proud of that relationship now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a good co-parenting. You'll hug it along pretty mm-hmm. well. Yeah, she's actually now my boss, mm-hmm. and she will always remind me of it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. We we would go out for luncheons and like I know if anything happened and I needed a place to go, I needed something, I could turn to them and they would be they'd help. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing that you were able to create that. But you weren't just married once. You <laughs> married twice. So you went into the second marriage and how did that happen? Like what, what nigga that, that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went to you went back black. <laughs> yeah. That was horrible. <laughs> wait, wait, I was wait, 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 wait. You're not gonna do the brothers like that. No, it was sweet at first. Like, he was really sweet. It was really funny. How, wait, how long did it take him to marry you? He just, like, a few months in, he just decided, like, let me put a ring on it. Um, no, I think it was about, it was about a year and a half or two. You just put that motherfucker on him, huh? Talk to Hell me. No. Talk to me. Yeah, you made him. Hey. I wouldn't say that. I got you. I got you. I'm catching what you're throwing. <laughs> so, all right, a year and a half come, come and, you, and he decided to propose? We actually found out we were expecting my second son first. He was like, so I really feel like we just both felt obligated to get married. Yeah, yeah. even though we weren't. Yeah. But. So y'all ended up getting married, and how was that? Um, it had its highs, it had its lows. Um, it was, it got really unhealthy. Yeah. Um, how so? It was just a lot of miscommunication, a lot of arguing, just lack of trust and stuff it got to a point where i was just like okay this is my karma from the first marriage i have to eat this yeah i have to accept it i have to deal with everything he's throwing my way i hate that you thought that though yeah i hate that that was a thing for you like this is my karma from the first marriage no because i really i really i was like just sit there i gotta deal with it yeah because regardless of what mistakes that you may have made in the first marriage you still deserve to be happy no I mean, I realize it now. Because yeah. after so long of dealing with some stuff, I was just like, all right, now, this 
this ain't karma no more. Like, I don't have to put up with this. Yeah. yeah. And so um, we ended up splitting almost a year ago. Uh-huh. And now we co-parent. It's a little rocky here and there, but we're working on it. Yeah. So with all that being said, with the marriage, with the marriages, what advice can you give to the people in those regards? Because you are, how old are you? 26. 26 years old, two marriages. Wow. <laughs> Infinity stones. <laughs> you just collecting them. Infinity okay. Stones. So you're 26 years old, two marriages. And what advice can you give to the people? Um, don't rush anything. Yeah. Don't settle. Yeah. For sure. And don't get out of character. Like with my first marriage, you know, everything that I did when it got bad, that wasn't me. Yeah. That's not how I was raised. That went against all my morals. Um, you were lonely. Mm. Need somebody to fuck it, you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on now, come on now. That's not no excuse. <laughs> and then with the second one, I just settled for a lot of stuff that I didn't have to. Do yeah. not settle. Don't feel like you have to rush anything. A child ain't gonna keep no man yeah. or a woman. Yeah. Like just live your life mm. for you. I got you. I got you. So and here you are now. What is? Who is Maya now? I do not know yet. Yeah, still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, Single I'm only mother. 26. I'm just going with the flow. Single, Single mom of two boys. Uh-huh. Uh, amazing. Uh, I think you've been through a lot. You know, that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? Yeah. But there's so much more that we can sit down and talk about right now. But the reality is you've been through a lot. You had a lot of situations that could have been, you know, situations that broke you but you didn't allow it to break you and for that i'm proud of you man mm-hmm. i am i am i love to see it you know i i sympathize with the single mothers because that's how i was brought up you know with a single mom and um she was rough a lot of the times and a lot of the times it was i felt as though i was forced to grow up fast because of her things i was i was talking to one of my my um, my family members and i said i just feel like i've had adult problems for so long I feel like a lot of my mother's problems were placed on me. I think that's kind of how I felt, too, with my mama. Yeah. And I don't think I deserved it as a kid. I deserved to be a kid. But I see you. You've been through what you went through. And you're still here and you're strong. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Don't quit. Don't give up. It should not work for giving up. This is beauty in life. Yeah. I believe so. I thoroughly enjoy life, the good and the bad. I bet you do. I do. I eat this shit up. Like, I just look at myself sometimes like I'm so fucking amazing. I love every minute of it, the good, the bad. It's like a fucking lifetime, a good lifetime movie every fucking second of it. You know, lifetime movies suck, (laughs) right? But mine is a good one. It's like you when you find that fucking diamond in the rough. It's like when you're watching Lifetime. You find out my single mom, remember? So she only watched Law and Order in a lifetime. You find that fucking diamond in the rough, that one, that's a good, damn, it's a lifetime movie. It's a good movie. That's my life. And I enjoy every minute of it. I eat this shit up. I just bask in it while I do my power pose. Because I'm fucking amazing. You're so dramatic. And so are you. Uh, Not dramatic, but you're amazing, like me. (laughs) Uh... I will say to everybody watching right now, if you're watching, I need you to go get the merch, get the merch, get the merch. Go get the merch. Make sure you go get the merch. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Um, Share this. 
put it out there. Listen, this is the Chop Podcast where we get real, raw, authentic conversations. Until next time.